Hello and welcome to pushstart.co.uk's first gaming podcast, which will usually be on a Thursday on 10 o'clock on iTunes. Anyway, we're going to start this off after doing the features podcast yesterday with Mark, so you guys know about the website and stuff. And if you still haven't checked that out, make sure you do, just in case you've got any difficulties on the website. But now we're going to get down into the gaming centre of the website, and we're going to start this off with Billy. Hello there, Billy. Hello. How you Hello, doing, guys. Billy? How you doing? I'm, I'm awesome at the minute. That's, that's good, man. How are you, uh, you enjoying you know, the day after launch day? How's it all been? Has it been a bit hectic? I think it's been going really well. No real bugs, no real problems. We've got a great site manager, so... All's really good at the minute. It's been, uh, I totally agree. It's been running really smooth. People on Facebook have been great. People have been uh, joining our group. People are following us on Twitter. We really appreciate it. And our YouTube definitely hit off on a well good start. Being the fifth most report of that day. Um, that's, you know, it's been going pretty well, hasn't it? Um, how about you, Mark? How are you feeling on the site? You feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling good, mate. Feeling good. We've had a good launch. It's been going pretty well. All the, you know, there's been no bugs as there yet. Hopefully. No, everything's going smoothly. Well, great for your lovely work there. Um, just want everyone yep. to know that Mark's been working his arse off for the past <laughs> four or five days just to make it, you know, all viewable for you guys to get all your content. And Jack, how's things been with you on the website? How, how's it all going? Yeah, man. Um, really enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. That's good. That's good. You're enjoying yourself then for the post. You're getting the trick of it, learning the trade. Definitely, yeah. And what I appreciate about the site is it's it's not like uh, other competition sites that um, don't seem to have the passion in it very much, whereas I often feel like we do, which is really enjoyable. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you, Jack. Yeah, we, we you know, as as you know, we, we are the community. We you know we're we're a gamer's perspective of you know games and films, not just games and films. And you know we're gonna give it. You know we're on their level, so we understand. You know how. You know, we feel so I totally agree with that. So, um, we're gonna start off just a little basic introduction to people why on the about page if you haven't checked it yet. Make sure you're checking out so you can see all the staff, um, who's on the staff and that. But I'm gonna start with Billy. Um, why is your favorite game your favorite game? And um, what is your favorite game? My favorite game is Broken Sword on the PC. Uh, the reason it's my favorite game is because it's the very first game I ever really completed, at least I remember completing. Yeah. So, I just have a fond memories of that game, just being ridiculously hard and hard to understand. You're about 10 years old, but now I'm about 20 old, I can uh, appreciate it for what it is. So, when you first completed the game, was it like, oh my god, I've completed this game, or was it just like, ah? Oh. It was more of a, uh, because I didn't understand the story. I was only like 10 or 11 when it came out, and it's a very in depth story, because it's an old fashioned point and click adventure. Ah, I see. Um, yeah, I yeah, see. So, as you can imagine, it was, it was quite complicated for the time of day. Yeah. Um, PC was very famous for their uh, point-and-click uh, drama yeah, click. games. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever played, probably Monkey Island would probably Monkey be the closest Island. thing to it. Yep, that's Con- console, yeah. Yeah, it's on the Xbox um, and WiiWare. Yes, it is. Yeah. I think it's doing really well, actually. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty popular. There's a few episodes out, isn't there? Um, pretty good. I think they finished them now, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're all done. There'll probably, probably be another um, one probably releasing this year or next year or something, maybe. Maybe, maybe see a new version or something. Oh, I doubt that. I don't think the new version will be quite as funny though. Mm. We have, we have, we'll, well, we have to see, I guess. I guess. But then again, uh, I guess the point-and-click sort of um, genre of games has sort of gone out a bit now, hasn't it? Since yeah, they have, unfortunately. Which it's is- just the uh, way it is. And, you know, when we had uh, Souls- side scrollers on NES, when what was a Mega Drive got really popular and the PlayStation One started to get really popular. Yeah. You know, and side scrollers and first-person shooters were the inner thing. It kind sort of took the the point-and-click adventure away. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's interesting. So how about you, Mark? What is your uh, favourite game and why is it your favourite? Uh, my favourite game is Crash Bandicoot. Um, I think it, the reason for that is just because uh, I wasn't really in the retro game scene when I was younger. Um, so I was, I was more of a modern gamer. So my first console that was actually mine was a PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, so the main game on that at the time was Crash Bandicoot. So that was the first kind of game I got my hands on. First, it was like my introduction to adventure games, and it's it's just sparked my love for adventure games, and I still do have that love for adventure games. Crash Bandicoot definitely, as we probably all agree on the site, uh, Crash Bandicoot did start off as being a great iconic character, and still is. It's um, it's a shame the the recent remakes of Crash of the Titans and Crash of the Mind Over Mutant, I think it is. I know they've, yeah. they've gone terribly downhill. It's the same. To see, yeah, it's gone a bit down. It's just similar to Sonic. It's same. Uh, it's a shame to see uh, Crash Bandicoot go that way. But um, yeah, definitely Crash Bandicoot is definitely one of my favourites as well. So Jack, what about you? Why is your favourite game your favourite game, and what is your favourite game? Well, if I was to go, you know, do, 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 I'm sure you probably understand what I'm going on about. Uh, no, um, that's shoot in the face. Is it, that's all I can <laughs> is it Mario? Probably, probably. It's got to be Mario. No, Sonic 2. <laughs> um, love it, because although I was never really born at the time of this retro gaming, I was brought up in a family where my dad was playing it, uncle, that's why family members were playing it. And yeah, it just brings back a lot of memories. And to see a franchise like Sonic going downhill recently, you know, really going downhill, not even like a little bit, it's nice to have that like cornerstone that you can always go back to and remember as, you know, something something good. Yeah, yeah, I definitely have to agree there. Sega really do need to make sure that um, Sonic 4 is amazing, otherwise it's definitely gone. Sonic, yeah. Sonic's um, well, fame ability, I guess you could say, will be definitely destroyed, and Mario will definitely become probably only iconic character of this generation, really, wouldn't it? Well, that we don't character that's lasted that long. So, um, yeah, it will. By the way, just to add it into um, Mark's face, I've met Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. It's a guy in a suit, but I don't care. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. Uh, but Jack. Jack. Yeah. Have you hugged Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes, you know I have hugged Sonic the Hedgehog. Damn it, you was with me. Damn it. I was with you when you hugged Sonic the Hedgehog and I joined in. Damn you and the hugging and the Sonic and the hugging. And, and Eggman. And Eggman. No, Robotnik. Oh, no, uh, Robotnik. Yeah, this has become Nerdfest 09. <laughs> or Nerdfest 010. I've got a feeling Jack wins there, to be honest. Damn it. Damn you, Jack. Oh, sorry, Dan. I love you a long time. But then again, I can hug Mark. I like having Mark. So anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on swiftly, um, I'll just do a brief detail on my game, I guess, should I guys? Do people want to know about me and my game? Not really. Not really. Oh. Go away, Digbert. <laughs> get you later. <laughs> um, my favourite game is Hadouken. Yeah, Street Fighter 2 Turbo Edition. I just, I just love, you know, Street Fighter as a series anyway. I don't think, you know, there's been a few that have gone really poor. But it's quite hard to choose, really, for me, because you know I'm a quite a big Street Fighter fan. But it's either it's between Street Fighter 2 Turbo Edition because it's so much fast paced this one, so it's like you know proper quick fighting, like you know how you know it should be. And um, but it's also against Street Fighter um, Alpha, which is another one of my favourite games that came on the Xbox and PlayStation uh, as an anniversary. And that game's really good. But yeah, definitely Street Fighter 2 Turbo Edition. That's my favorite game. I just had all can you know 
Give me a frill. Oh, Give me a frill. Charlie Yukon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there you go. That's basically why our favorite games are our favorite games. And um, you know, if you feel free to tell us about your favorite game, why it's your favorite game, we'd love to hear about it on the Facebook, Twitter, or um, even on the comics box on uh, one of the posts. Anyway. So I'm going to take it over to Digbert now, and he's going to talk about why these um, posts on the site have become catch our eye and are sort of popular. So Digbert, take it away. Okay, so our first post on the uh, on the website is God of War 3 has a release date. So yay! So I'll just give the UK release date. It is going to be, we get it up, March 19th. So what, two weeks after Final Fantasy? Which is a, a nice, well, good gap really. Gives it a nice, good launch. Not really. Not really if you think the right people are waiting to get paid to buy a new game. So they bought Final Fantasy 13 and then two weeks later down the line when they haven't been paid again, they've got God of War 3. Yeah. So it's, well, see, it's well, do, I get, do I get Final Fantasy 13 or do I wait and get God of War? It is true, it is true, but you know, it's, at least it's not on the same day otherwise. It'd be very hard competition and because Final Fantasy is now multi-platform, um, you probably would see the dominant rise of sale figures on the Xbox and PS3 and PC. It's not out on PC. It's not coming out on PC? No. Final Fantasy not coming out on PC? I swear I heard it's coming out on PC. Uh, yeah, the engine works on PC, so it'll be Final Fantasy 14 that comes out on PC. Ah, I That's see. That's what they're talking about uh, for the MMO. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry. No Final Fantasy 13 is coming on PC. I'm sorry. Console only. Console. No Wii. No Wii. We, uh, we get uh, Final Fantasy Chronicles. Yeah. Or Echoes of Time, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. There's also rumours of we getting Kingdom Hearts. Nice. But they are rumours. So yeah, God of War 3. Have you uh, played in the God of War, Big Bert? No, I haven't. I haven't had a PlayStation since the original Xbox came out. Alright, so you didn't, you didn't ever get a chance to play the, the series at all? Not one or two, or the PSP Not one or two. No. no. The closest thing I've got to play that is Dante's Inferno demo, and that was it. Ah, yes. Do you think... <laughs> you definitely... Is this one you're looking out for? Like, is this definitely... No. No? No, it doesn't, honestly. It's just, to me, it looks like a, a button masher, and I can't, like, go, yay, button masher. So you're not into that sort of uh, hacking slash, slash slash? I am. I am. It's just the franchise doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, it gets all this hype, and I don't understand why it gets this hype, if you know what I mean. I it's, uh, so it's kind of like... One of them secret codes of the fanboy era. It's a Sony game, that one. Yeah, it's one of them. What about you, Mark? How are you feeling on uh, God of War? Have you uh, played any of the series at all? Are you looking forward to it? or? Uh, I can't say I've played any of the uh, the previous... Uh, the predecessors, so to speak. Um, but, I mean... It, does, it doesn't look like my type of game, to be honest. No, too gory? It doesn't. I've... Sorry? Too gory, or not? You don't, you're not into them hacking slash? I just... Yeah, I just don't think I'm into that kind of game at all. It's, it just looks too... Like mythological, if that makes sense. Just a bit. Don't know. It's a. It's a bit different. It's. It's. Bit. It's definitely not my my type of game at all. Yeah, that, that is fair play. What about you, Jack? What about you? How are you feeling on God of War? Well, I played the first one. I I had the first one, and I think it. I was about 15, or 14 when it came out. So I was in that stage of very much, you know, I want to see as much blood and guts as possible, and I enjoyed that. I I was all for button bashing didn't really have much enthusiasm for the second one as for this part of me will enjoy seeing all these bloody gory effects in high definition but i'm not i'm not going to be on the rush out buy it sort of thing i'll, I'll maybe get it a couple of months later pre-owned or something but yeah 
I definitely have to say then, I think we would agree then, God of War 3 is definitely for people that have played previous games, uh, previous of the definitely. titles. Definitely. I think we can yeah, all agree to that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, we're going to go on to the next one then, uh, Diggy. So, what's uh, the second one that's quite alright this week? So, if you guys remember a little game that came out last week or the week before, a game called Any vs Predator. Uh, yeah, the whole yeah. room went <laughs> wild when I said that. I may have heard of it. You may have heard of it. Mm. Well, there's another game that was announced before AVP called Aliens Colonial Marines. Ah, uh, yes, yes. And it got delayed and delayed and then we never heard anything of it again and we all thought it got cancelled. Yep. Good news, it hasn't been cancelled. Ah. Yeah. So, Randy Pitcher from Gearbox has said that uh, basically it's all going, it's working really well, they're really concentrating on the Borderlands DLC, same people who made Borderlands, uh, but this game is still heading out and it should be with us hopefully this end of this year, awesome this year, so what, October, November, something like that, and hopefully we'll be playing four-player co-op with facehuggers. See that. And I think, you know, because you, you, yourself, you're doing the AVP review at the moment, so we'll get to know your thoughts on AVP, you know, all three different separate storylines, but it'd be nice yeah. to see a four-player co-op game finally, you know, especially Aliens as well, you know, Aliens as a movie franchise is great, you know, the films up to Alien, uh, Aliens 1, Aliens 2 was good, Aliens 3 wasn't so good, and then Predator obviously is always going to be an iconic film. So Yeah, I, I'm never a big fan of the Predator series. I don't, I've never been a big fan. I, see, I really want this to be really good. Yeah. But I'm worried because I've played AVP. See, AV, AVP, I think, like, you know, because I only played the demo, I think the online on the demo was really good. You know, it's fun, you know, it's, it's different. Oh, yeah. I just didn't mean to review, but remember it went going. But I was just saying the multiplayer is really good. It's just a single player is bad. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Obviously, we'll see on your review. We won't spoil the review, but yeah. you, we're basically. I guess we can all say that we're hoping that for uh, Colonel. There. Uh, Colonel. Uh, I can't even say it. Colonel <laughs> Marines. There we go. Um, to have a proper good, you know, ten hours, ten hours, twelve hours storyline or something. You know, with four players. And scary. And scary. So yeah. And not too dark. Yeah. I won't spoil it, but you know. Yeah, it, it, we could definitely. I, I, we want it like a, a long, a, bleh, a long campaign like Gears of War One, uh, but with four people and yeah. aliens. And that's basically. Mind you, it'd be nice to have a four-player co-op on PS3 as well. Yes, yes. I don't think got many four-player co-op games, have they? Uh, no. The only game that involves more than one player, I think, and a storyline is Resistance Two, mm. Resistance One and Two. Plot. <laughs> and I think uh, also Uncharted uh, 2 online you can do uh, a separate horde mode but that's not a campaign obviously yeah um, Mark have you, are you a big fan of Aliens at all? Are the films or the games at all? Uh, this might be quite a shocker seeing as how mainstream the film Aliens is and how big it is and how it set the uh, the kind of how a sci-fi should be Yeah. Um, I've never actually seen it any of them. <gasps> I know. Shocker. Oh Banish him God. to the grave. Shun the non-believer. <laughs> I, I think what? media studies and film studies and still haven't seen it, you know? It's just it's never it's never just appealed to me at all. It's Well, think of the films as just a sci-fi horror. Okay? Nothing fanboyish, nothing that's gonna be blown out your mind. The first two films are brilliant, the third one's terrible, the fourth one just don't watch. Yeah. <laughs> that, in that order. Is that Aliens? Is that Requiem, general view? The Alien Aliens. Yeah, Aliens Resurrection. Resurrection yeah, Other is. than the clone scene, is any not very good. Uh, okay. I, 
Mark, because you haven't seen it, I am definitely lending you them films to watch. They are definitely famous for a reason. Reason? Go for it. Reason. You know, it, when did the first Aliens come out? 80, 80s, wasn't it? 90s? No. Uh, early mid-70s. Really? Mid-70s. Yeah, Aliens came out in 79, 78. See, you're like going to be amazed for what the special effects could be done then. By um, The Aliens made by James Cameron, wasn't it? Yeah, yep. James Cameron. Uh, he made the he made the sequel. Yeah, Aliens. He made the Aliens the sequel. Yeah, uh, but the original was made by Ridley Scott, the guy who did uh, Blade Runner. Ah, yeah, it's his yeah. first ever movie. Yeah. So gotta watch it. Definitely gotta watch it. One and two, you, you watch all three. The third one is definitely the worst one, but two is my favourite. It's good. It's, it's how the third one should have been. They should have done. I read the alternative script, not the script, but the plot line, and the aliens were meant to get to Earth. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why that's why in the beginning of the third film, Ridley's with uh, then boyfriend and Newt, and they were going back to Earth, but the aliens beat them to it. Ah, I see. That's how the third film was meant to be, but they changed it to be like the first one. Ah, uh, see. So and that's why it went downhill. Yeah, that just <laughs> there's no need to backtrack. Um, yeah. What about you, Jack? You know, you're a fan of Aliens. Um, I'd like to say I was a fan of the first Aliens, um, but then came along two projects. Called Alien vs Predator, Ugh. and I lost every single bit of respect I had for Aliens, mm. Fu purely for the reason they were spectacularly awful. Yep. Well, and don't, don't blame. <laughs> don't blame. No, don't blame the franchise. Blame Hollywood. I blame Hollywood entirely. Yeah. Blame they, they, the second one's a team flick. Requiem. Okay. Yeah, Requiem is a team flick, and the first one is trying to be the first Aliens again, mixed with Aliens, the second one. Yeah. That's the problem. And it's the same with the game as well, that's the big problem. It's trying to be something that Aliens are not. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'll give it a go. Of course I will. I'll play it and see what I think, but I'm not overly enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah. So, um, there we go then. You know, I think myself, you know, Aliens is... Uh, definitely, Alien and Aliens are definitely iconic films, and um, I definitely recommend you know people who haven't watched them yet, uh, definitely go and rent it or something, or even buy the first two because they are definitely great films, and you'll be amazed at what the you know the film came out in the 70s, how a spaceship could look <laughs> on the special effects, and they don't you know they didn't have a dope uh, Premiere Pro back then and whatnot, <laughs> or you know HD cameras, yeah. you know it was proper old school film cameras. You know, Memories of media studies. Yep, exactly. So um, there we go. So finally, going to head off to the third um, post, popular post this week, uh, Diggy. So Battlefield Bad Company is getting a map pack straight away after it launches on EA's Project Ten Dollars. Ooh. So much like Mass Effect Two, when you bought the game brand new, you get a scratch off code, and you'll get brand new, uh, brand new content, but should be. Now I'm going to ask the question: Should that content already be on the disc, or are they doing the right thing by rewarding by new new uh, people to buy the game new? Yeah, yep. Yeah. So, um, are you looking forward to Battlefield, Diggy? No, I'm not a big fan of the first one. No, I do. I do like the PC version of Battlefield, but the consoles versions feel wrong in a way. I think um, you know that. Uh, I'm not sure if very many people do know that Battlefield. Is basically famous for Battlefield 2 and Battlefield 1943. Yeah, 64 multiplayer battles. That's what it's famous that's, for. That's what Big ass multiplayer battles. You know, it was, you know, proper, you know, on the PC, that's where it all started and began. 
and then it did get a launch on the Xbox, which was called Battlefield 2. Modern, modern Combat, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, Battlefield Modern Combat. Yeah, um, yeah. Hot Swap. Something like that. <laughs> you remember, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was terrible, though. It was nothing like the Battlefield previous, you know, games, like Battlefield 2. And um, it just flopped. But now, you know, Battlefield Bad Company came out, and, you know, that's started off the franchise now, or the series. And, um, yeah. obviously, you know, to hear that new maps are coming out on launch day, uh, if you get the game, as it's brand, brand new. new for free, not pre owned, yeah. Um, that's quite good, really, because that's giving you 12, I think it's 12, um, yeah, 10 multiplayer maps. Well, the thing is, though, should those 10 multiplayer maps, should those multiplayer maps you're going to get in a download, should they be should they be on the disc anyway, okay? Yeah, and you get instead of having maps, which everyone should have pre owned or not, should you get weapons, should you get some exclusive skins instead or story missions instead of maps for multiplayer because yeah because then I, the six months down the line when people are picking that game up pre-owned they're not going to you know the new maps are going to be saturated with people who trade the game in yeah and no one else playing them because they've bought it pre-owned see what I want to know I can't remember because I actually um, the original I did have um, Battlefield Bad Company um, and then I borrowed it off my cousin because he had the gold edition and the code that he actually got with the gold edition would let you activate on other Xboxes. Once you put the disc in, it was automatically giving you the gold guns or the gold <laughs> stuff. So you didn't actually need a code. So I actually do agree with you there because you know you got to think that you know the game's gonna uh, well, well not when it launches, well, but it will be traded in at some point. And but anyway, and you know but the thing is though, this code is going to be like the Mass Effect Two code. It's going to be an Xbox Live code, not an EA code. Uh, That's what you add. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. The actual with Battlefield, you didn't have any codes at the gold disc. It just went straight in and actually. Oh, it was on the disc. Yeah, on the disc. So this one's on the disc. This is going to be on a piece of paper. Ah, uh, see, that's scratch off code. And that's how they're going to do it. So you'll be locked down to your console. Ah, uh, see. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think about that, Mark? Then, do you think that's a good idea, or do you think that's pretty bad, or? Um, I think that it's good that they uh they provide like a reward for people that actually buy it brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I mean. The uh, the selling of brand new games has obviously gone downhill, like in the past decade, just simply because of this whole second hand and like the introduction of like computer exchange and so on. You know, it's it, it's just it's Empire become more popular well. to exchange your games in, make some money, and then sell them on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah, I guess like it's the same with uh, Gears of War two. If you get the limited edition, you know, you get the. Um, if you did pre-order, that's just to buy it new as well, yeah. Yeah, to buy it new because you get the gold gun and you get the map pack, which it does, you know, it makes the multiplayer much, much better experience. Um, so yeah, I do agree that it's good that they're giving people that buy the game brand new something to actually say, you know what, I bought the game brand new, I've got some maps. People that bought it second hand, they don't get the maps, you know. It's a sort of yeah, you feel rewarded. Feel rewarded. Yeah. You feel like EA is actually giving you like a little gift, saying thank you for buying a game. Here you go. Have that's what I found with Mass Effect. I didn't even know that was on Mass Effect because I didn't follow the story because I didn't want it spoiled. Yeah. So when I bought the game and I got home, I went, oh, what's his code? And I put it in and got free DLC. I felt, oh, wow, thanks. Yeah, see, stuff like that thanks, is, yeah. is a nice sort of thing, isn't it? Because, you know, the, everyone loves yeah. a bit of DLC to, you know, extend their game. You know, you got to think more stuff we can get out if of If it's game, good DLC, that's, let's get right. If it's good DLC, yeah. it's priced correctly. If it's, yeah, exactly. It's, it's not, you know, like, um, you know, if DLC is good, well-priced, gives the, you know, what we want from the DLC, then it's fine. You know, like as you see now, like we, uh, you just talked about previously about Borderlands. Borderlands getting a hell of a lot of DLC, and the DLC is actually expanding lots of on the uh, the campaign, isn't it? Like it's new areas unlocked, new challenges, new missions, 
new weapons, yeah. new enemies. New uh, level caps just gone to 61 or 71, something like that. Yeah, so in general, not. It just came out. So it's generally, you know, it's good that they're giving this content now because, you know, you, people don't have the money to go buy new games. Like, a lot. Yeah. You know, obviously, they've got to trade them in. So giving DLC at a good price, say, like, what, 400 Microsoft points, people will be happy to buy that because that's, that's what, estimate about £3.99. And if you're getting an extra, what, 10, 10 hours out of gameplay of that, it's worth it, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, and it's similar to Fallout 3. Fallout 3 has had a massive catalogue of uh, DLC, and it's... Uh, it, all came, it all came on disc, though, afterwards, and you can probably pick all that up pre-owned cheaper yeah. than what is now available online. So, you know, they've got to have a sale now to make have people buy that again. Yeah. You know, so that's, got to come down. that's another thing about DLC. The price has never come down, unless it's on Steam. Yeah, if it's on the PC, you normally find most DLC comes out for free or is pretty reasonable priced. Or Steam do a massive seventy-five percent sale and it's like three quid. Yeah, <laughs> it's like two pound ten. What about you, Jack? Are you uh, you you into Battlefield? Into the company? Uh, I used to play the first one on PC. I really enjoyed it. The only problem I'm seeing with this is, like, I'm a student. I haven't got enough money to go and buy new games. So you know, my normal resource is to get it pre-owned. And players like me are gonna be a bit like, oh, well, everyone's playing this map pack. We can't type thing. But then I'm pondering on whether um, it's going to be released like at a later date, you know, for very, very cheap amounts of money, you know. Because if it is, then I'll get it. What with but, the DLC included? Yeah, exactly. And like, if it does well, there'll be like um, a special edition or something, won't there? Uh, a gold edition, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. It's already um, it's already launching with a limited edition, um, and it comes with uh, I think. Yeah, I can't remember what it comes with a limited edition, but he, he means a game of the year edition. Oh, that's what he you means. Mean like, uh, yeah, like, like Fallout 3. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah, the original Battlefield did come into that as well, didn't it? I think so. It did. I think it on did on the Xbox and PS3. I think. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's you know discussion on the popular post on the site today. And we're gonna have a quick look at the PC post. On uh, Jack's gonna take us away for this one. He's uh, quite a master in this area. So Jack, talk about the new um, World of Warcraft um, expansion. Right guys, well, this is it for all you WoW nerds. World of Warcraft Cataclysm has been announced and will be out this September. There's been a lot of discussion about how the Lich King has only recently come out to fight year and a half after the expansion. People are getting a bit annoyed about that. But we're not going to go into that. We're going to go into the race class um, guide that I've just recently put up on the site. So you can check that out if you want or you can listen to it now because it's going to be a bit of information. So easiest to take down on the site but it's up to you i've actually got a special guest with me today uh nine-year-old matthew sims say hello matthew hello. who is going to be helping us with this now what are you looking forward to most matthew in cataclysm um walking goblin and flying mountain azeroth which is all going to be very cool and if you don't uh, know who walking and goblins are two new races um now the basic thing is if you're alliance Dwarves will be having mages and shamans. Night elves will be having mages. Gnomes will be having priests. Humans will be having hunters. And the new race, Worgen, will be having death knights, druids, hunters, mages, priests, rogues, warlocks, and warriors. There are no paladins involved. And there's someone else not involved, but I can't remember. But um, kind of annoyed about the paladin, but what we can do. So, um, uh, Blood Elves are going to have warriors on the horde, which doesn't make sense because they're mana based, but you know, 
Undead will be having Hunters, which is good. Um, the new race, Goblins, will be having Death Knights, Hunters, Mages, Priests, Rogues, Shamans, Warlocks and Warriors. And Orc to be having Mages, Tauren will be having Priests and Paladins, and Trolls will be having Druids. So that's basically it. Uh, as Matthew pointed out, we will be having Flying Mounts and Azeroth, so no walking around your 100 mounts, getting really annoyed. Um, the whole landscape will be changing. Uh, level cap will be raised to 85. Um, new raids will include Grim Battle and other places. Um, iconic to the WoW history. And you'll be taking out the dragon called Deathwing, who resides in the Maelstrom in the middle of the map. And there will also be Heroic Dead Mines and Shadowfan Keep for you classic players. So, hope you enjoy that. And that's all I've got at the moment. But as soon as I get new news, I'll give it to you. So back to you, Dan. So um, there you go, guys. We've had a bit of a mixture of news here. We've had um, some aliens, some battlefield going down in the bad company, and also some wow news. And also, what was the other one we talked about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, God of War. God of War. There you go. We've got the you know we've got a nice little mixture there of the popular post this week, and you can obviously understand some of the debates that are going on here, and um, you know our views on it. Uh, don't forget, you can always just, just leave a comment. You know, you don't need to even um, sign up to the site just to do that. You can just type your name and email. And feel free to leave a comment on what you um, think of the games, if you're looking forward to them, and why you're looking forward to them and whatnot. And uh, we'll, well, we'll be, I guess we'll be very be happy to hear from the, you know, the community out there. Um, also, uh, make sure you check over the weekend as well. We're going to have some film posts going up, some new information on films and stuff. Uh, so you definitely got to look out from that. And uh, make sure you join the Facebook group and subscribe to us through iTunes. It's much easier to listen to the podcast through iTunes. And um, I think that's about it. And also, there's a new feature on the site, which um, if you did tune in yesterday on the podcast, um, me and Mark did a special features podcast. But over the night, um, there's a new feature come on the site. And I'm sure most of the people have noticed this, but Mark, just give them a little bit of detail on this. Okay. um, Yeah, I'm quite happy about this. (laughs) Uh, basically, we have uh, set up so that you, uh, the public, can sign up to a, well, we haven't decided, a weekly or monthly newsletter, and it will give you all the latest posts on the site. I mean, don't stop visiting the site by all means, but it will be like some of the best posts, some of the latest, you know, it'll, it'll be your general feed of news. So um, if you want to sign up to that, the, uh, the sign-up sheet's on the side, and you'll get a few emails, you just have to confirm it, and then you'll be signed up, and you'll be receiving this newsletter every so often. I would probably say it'd probably be, um, we're thinking, I think at the moment, the majority of us are thinking weekly because at the moment, we, you know, as a site, we're posting a hell of a lot of content and I'm sure that you guys want to keep up to date. Um, you know, if you're ever not available, you know, you come back from, I don't know, maybe you went on holiday for two weeks or something, come back and you get the last two weeks of news. It's always going to be on the site anyway, but newsletter is just an easier way to get the news, you know, all the new, all the, all, about 10 top posts, isn't it? About 10. Uh... Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it does the it does the top ten or or it does the latest ten, I think. Yeah, so the latest yeah. ten. So the latest ten uh, news are coming to your newsletter, and um, yeah, it's a pretty good function on the site. It's uh, we're very proud of that, and we have to thank Mark for that. Anyway, um, this has been the first podcast uh, for the launch of the site. Uh, we're going to be doing it every um, Thursday from now on, and it will be uploaded on iTunes for around about ten o'clock. Um, make sure you subscribe to the iTunes, uh, spread the word, and I hope you enjoy the website and keep looking out for more content. And um, I've been your host, Daniel Pepper, and uh, keep pushing start.